how much are we allowing ourselves to be impacted by external situations or sources? I remember when I used to be absolutely addicted to watching programs about A&E and bailiffs and police. Never at the end of it did I ever feel good. Why am I handing over an hour of my life to indulge in somebody else's misery, misfortune, bad energy? I mean, these programs, they're called TV programs for a reason. Hey, Curl friend, welcome to the Curl Squad's Curl Power Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. The Curl Power Podcast is a podcast for women that have been through some stuff in life. We lack the representation, we struggled with our mindsets, we've been held prisoner by our own thoughts, and now we are ready to lose the shackles that have kept us imprisoned in our own minds and move on to see just how good life can get. Now, I've been working on this deep personal development work for over a decade, and it's totally transformed my life, which is why I like to share some of my greatest lessons from doing this deep personal development work with you in the hope that it might help you to transform your life too. Before doing all of this work, I was suicidal. I was suffering with generalised anxiety disorder, depression, regular panic attacks, agoraphobia that stopped me from even going out my own house to the corner shop. All of that developed after the sudden death of my boyfriend. I had limiting beliefs that held me back and kept me stuck in an industry that I hated for 12 years. An industry that didn't recognise what I had to offer, but it also didn't recognise that I was struggling with my mental health. I ended up in a financially and an emotionally abusive relationship for way longer than I should have because I lacked the confidence to call time on it. From starting this deep personal work, I was able to then go on to graduate from Birkbeck University of London with a counselling qualification. I attracted and married the man of my dreams. I became a mum naturally after six years of infertility and two failed rounds of IVF. I found my inner peace and happiness, which to me is just totally priceless. I went on to be handpicked and selected to feature in a Barbie diversity campaign. I co-founded an award-winning digital marketing agency. I started this podcast to have these conversations that matter. And despite sustaining a life-changing spinal cord injury at the beginning of the global pandemic, I've gone on to create my passion project, which is all about supporting other women to free themselves from the limits that live within their own minds. Now, I've got real world experience of resilience and thriving after trauma, and I totally believe in the power that lies within you to transform your life too. So if you're in a position where you're feeling out of alignment, you don't feel like you're reaching your potential, you're being held back by anxiety, hopefully this podcast will help you with some real practical ways to overcome some of these challenges. I've discovered that it's possible to live a resilient and joyful life despite the traumas that life's thrown at me. Now, I want you to meet life with this resilience too. I know I'm not the only one that's faced challenges. So let's come together, let's level up and see what we can do to make sure that we are living the fulfilled and abundant lives that we deserve. Life happens, ladies, life happens. But if we can stay conscious and mindful about how we interact with the stuff that happens, we can really start to get a grip over our lives and start becoming the master of our own destiny rather than being bashed about by the waves of life without any control. So in this episode, I'm going to be asking you who and what is lowering your vibe. So I'm wondering, 
Are you aware of who and what is lowering your vibe? Or in which areas of your life are you more susceptible at being reactive rather than in control? I know I bang on a lot about the same sort of stuff in these episodes, but the truth is life is just about these very basic things that you have to do consistently to be able to keep control over your life experience. It could be people in your own family that are lowering your vibe. It could be people on social media that you're following and you notice that when you're watching their content or looking at their content, it doesn't leave you feeling good. Could be people in the workplace, the things that you're consuming on TV. Any number of contributing factors could be responsible for lowering your vibration. Now, vibration is something that I speak about a lot because it's something that I'm really in tune with. Wasn't always that way. I was so unconscious of my vibration for many, many years. I was vibrating on such a low level that I was attracting everything else on that level to me. Because the thing is, science backs this up. We live in a universe that is made up of energy. All these different particles vibrating at different frequencies. And like attracts like. One of the rules of the universe is every action has a reaction. And I think that that's something that we need to be really mindful of. I'll do another episode at some point about the hermetic laws of the universe, which are basically the universal laws that govern our existence here in this universe. So when we think about the law of cause and effect, it states that every single action in the universe has a reaction. And this is something that I've become mindful of as the years have passed. Like I said before, totally oblivious but I really do keep in mind these laws of the universe when I'm functioning in my day-to-day life because <laughs> these are laws. I'm not trying to create a whole hot mess for my life. So being mindful of how we conduct ourselves on a day-to-day will define how we're interacting with the laws of the universe and whether we're making our life difficult or easy just through how we're responding to certain things that happen. So to give you an example, I was driving home the other day and I was coming down a road. It was too narrow, really, for two sets of traffic to pass by down this road. So as I'm coming down, I can see a bus. It's on its way up. I thought, you know what? I'll do the courteous thing. Let me just pull in and let this bus pass through. So I've pulled in and I'm sort of like, you know, waiting for this bus to come. And he's just sitting there. So I'm like, OK, maybe I'll just keep going then. He's obviously not coming. So I went down. Just as I was about to pass him, I had my window open. He was like... How do you expect me to get a bus through there? I was thinking, all right, calm down. I was like, I was just trying to help and kept it moving. Really and truly, I wanted to give him a piece of my mind, but I thought, what am I contributing to this situation? So the law of cause and effect, he spoke to me in a way that was unnecessary. He could have kept driving without saying a word. He could have just been like, I can't fit through there. You come through, I'll go. Everyone be on their merry way. But no, he decided to open his stupid little mouth. (laughs) Ah, Bus drivers, I do think that there's spawn sent from Satan just to test me sometimes. I'm sure there's lots of good bus drivers out there, but why do I always meet these ones that are like, they're here just to test how evolved I've become? So I drove off. I didn't say anything. I had an incident with a bus driver a few weeks back, which I think I mentioned in the podcast as well. 
And I'm like, ah, deep breath. I was just thinking it's totally unnecessary. Why did he have to open his mouth? But his action had a reaction. That reaction triggered me. So it's up to me now. Am I putting that energy back to him? And then where do we go from there? It's like I had all of these scenes flashing in my mind. Just in this split second of driving past, the younger me, the unevolved version of me, would have turned the car around, chased him up to the next bus stop and probably had a ride with him and had it out with him. The new angelic evolved version of me. <laughs> Carried on driving, but I was still really peed off about it. I was so vexed. I couldn't get it out of my head. So I was literally just around the corner from my house. So I got round, parked up outside. I was supposed to be going into the flat excited about where I'd just been to tell my husband about this amazing time that I'd had. But I was furious. I couldn't let this guy out of my head. So I sat in the car, mindful now of the impact that I'm going to have when I walk into my home, bringing the energy from this guy who decided to project at me unnecessarily. Am I then going to take this into my house and make this my husband's problem. No, I'm not prepared to do that. So instead of allowing myself to be annoyed and going in and then, you know, not reacting appropriately and then going in the house with this unresolved anger and, you know, maybe taking out on my husband, which I, I wouldn't do because I like to think I've, I've come past that point now. But a younger version of me certainly would have done. So I sat in the car, said a few, um, a few curse words because there's an energy that comes with that. So he spoke at me with a low vibration. That low vibration met me. I absorbed that energy. Now I've got this low vibration dwelling within me because there's an energy there that's unresolved. So I sat in the car on my Todd, swearing, cursing, letting all that energy out so that it was able to follow its due process and move on through me. Then when I got home, I was still rattled, but I'd processed the energy enough that I wasn't being reactive. So then I was able to go in and tell my husband, I still told him about the bus driver being a prick, but I wasn't in a mood about it. Do you know what I mean? I just expressed myself and that was that. But like I said, there was a time in the past where I would have responded with like energy. So I'm wondering, how do you respond to volatile energy? Do you meet that with like energy or are you able to walk away from it? It's embarrassing to say now. I used to be proud about being reactive. Well, if they're nice to me, I'll be nice to them. But if they're a prick to me, then I'm going to be a prick to them. And I'm just like, <laughs> bless you, child. But what I was basically saying and the energy that I was putting out into the universe was that I don't have the ability to control my own behaviour. That I'm so weak and feeble that all I can do is be reactive to how other people treat me. I tell you what, it's a very empowering thing to finally be at a point in life where you're not just reacting to what other people are dishing out to you. Now it's like a personal test. I get into situations where, you know, typically years back, I would have been triggered. I would have been responsive. I would have been reactive and responded with like energy. Now for me, it's a personal challenge to just always keep moving, just walk away. When you master that level of self-discipline, it's really empowering. You're like, look at me, who is this new person? And then it's like you can have a sliding doors moment in your head and think about how you would have reacted to something before and then the impact that that would have had and how that situation might have evolved. 
usually negatively if you're meeting bad energy with bad energy. But if you've got a negatively charged energy and then a positively charged energy and somebody tries to meet you with their negative energy, but you know, I'm quite happy with my positive energy. I'm just going to turn around, walk away and diffuse it. It's a very empowering place to be, my friend. But it takes work and just because you're meeting it with positive energy doesn't mean that you are not impacted by the event. There's still often this energy that is unresolved within that needs to go somewhere. So what I've started doing instead of reacting, instead of getting angry, is have a quiet moment to myself where I can curse it all out and then breathe it all out. Or if you've got unresolved arguments in your head, like there's some situation that happened about 15 years ago in Selfridges in Birmingham when some woman was giving my mum dirty looks for some reason because my mum was just like shopping being not particularly self-aware and she might have barged the woman by accident or something like that as she stepped back to look at something on the rack and I saw this woman give my mum a dirty look and I was so angry about that and it's something that stayed with me there's like an energy that's still attached to that that stayed with me forever because for whatever reason it went unresolved Many of us will have situations in our heads from these unresolved situations where maybe you didn't meet the energy with matched energy and then you've got this energy dwelling within you still residually. You might find that you're holding on to arguments that you should have said and things that you wish you'd have said. And then all of that sort of stuff keeps you energetically anchored to this negative experience. It's very easy to come up against situations in our life that leave us with unresolved energy that isn't serving our highest good. Now, if you find that there's stuff spinning around in your head, old arguments, old situations that they've got no purpose in your life now, there's things that you can do to help you process that energy, transmute it and move it along. And, you know, it's not always people that cause these reactions within us. Sometimes it can be stuff like TV programs or, oh my gosh, better still, like the people who get vexed in the Daily Mail comment section on um, Facebook about posts or news stories. How much are we allowing ourselves to be impacted by external situations or sources? I remember when I used to be absolutely addicted to watching programs about A&E and bailiffs and police. Never at the end of it did I ever feel good. Why am I handing over an hour of my life to indulge in somebody else's misery, misfortune, bad energy? I mean, these programs, they're called TV programs for a reason. I watched something on TV the other day. My husband had fallen asleep on the sofa and I just put the telly on and it was some sort of, I don't even know what this random channel was, but it was a program about murder. I used to love all of this sort of stuff, but it's really interesting because I have chosen to opt out of watching too much TV just because I'm not trying to be on a high and mighty one here. Part of that is down to my fatigue with my spinal cord injury. It leaves me with very limited resources. So it's made me really strict about how I'm using my time. But also another part of that is because I've become really mindful of the impact that these programs have on my energy. 
And I police my energy with great force nowadays because I know how important it is for me to make sure that my energy feels right. I know what I want for myself now, whereas for many, many years, I didn't. I was just floating along the raft of life without any real direction. But now I've got my purpose, I've got my mission, I've got the work that I'm trying to do. I'm really, really mindful about how I'm investing my time and my energy. So I watched this programme about murder. I didn't feel good after it. I felt weird going to bed. And it impacted me so much that it penetrated my dreams. So this is what I'm saying about being mindful about the vibrations that we are bringing into our lives. I'm not saying don't watch TV. It's up to you to do exactly what you want to do. But I'm just speaking about my experience and how I have become aware of how different vibrations impact me and my ability to show up in the way that I want to show up. Sometimes it can just be a weird sense of going within yourself after watching these programs. And now I've been through enough traumas of myself. I really don't need to be sitting and watching other people going through their traumas. But just being mindful about what you're feeling after you've interacted with whether it's a person, whether it's a programme, whether it's a podcast, which is why the other day when I did the episode about um, women's rights, I'm mindful about the energy that I'm bringing into this show. I want you to leave feeling uplifted and empowered. I don't want to be another negative charge in your life that is lowering your vibration because when we're mindful of our vibrations and when we're vibrating high, we attract other situations that are vibrating on that frequency. If you wake up in the morning in a bad mood, you get up, you stub your toe, you can't find your stuff, you're stressing about, your tube's late, your bus is late, your car's broken down, then you're in a bad mood. Then when you meet other people, your vibe's low, so then they're probably meeting you at the same level. It has a knock-on effect and it's so important to be mindful of the impact of that. But if you're vibrating high, if you wake up, you're in a good mood, you're starting your day looking out for gratitude. You're starting your day by doing this work on your mindset. Even if you don't have much time in the morning to get out and um, get out your pen and paper and start doing the written work, if you're just mentally tuning into the stuff that you're grateful for, all of this sort of stuff contributes to raising your vibration. You spend one week being super conscious of your vibe, how you're meeting people, what you're consuming and what you're putting out there, it will be a really interesting experiment. Notice what's triggering you, positively or negatively. What are you consuming that's making you feel truly good? What are you consuming that's making you feel icky? I've recently just been getting into TikTok. And for market research purposes, I've been spending a bit of time on there just to see what the platform's about, see how people are using it. And I've had to be really mindful about my energy in doing that. Because at first it's an algorithm, isn't it? It takes some time for it to know your preferences. But this is why we have to be, again, mindful about what we are teaching these algorithms about ourselves. Oh, this just reminded me. Um, oh, I think it was after Mike Brown was murdered by the police in America a few years ago. I got heavily into looking at stuff around racism, police brutality, all of that sort of stuff. The algorithm on Facebook is then thinking this is what she wants to see more of because it was such compelling content, because I can't help but 
get engrossed or get sucked into it, next thing you know, the algorithm is serving me more of the same. I'm constantly seeing all of this stuff around race and it was really, really bringing me down. I got into quite a dark space with it. I'm speaking to other people, my husband, my parents. They're not getting exactly the same sort of feeds that I'm getting, but it's because I was engaging with it, which is why we just have to be super mindful and intentional about how we are meeting these social media platforms because we're feeding it information and these platforms are ruling a lot of people's lives. But you are consciously or subconsciously telling it what you want more of in your life. And to me, that's just like the universe, where your attention goes, your energy flows. So your interaction with social media is just like a microcosm of your experience within the universe. What are you feeding it? What are you saying to the universe that you want more of? What vibration, what waveforms are you sending out on what vibration? And what are those vibrations then bringing back to you in terms of like energy? So yeah, I was spending a bit of time on the old TikTok. I started seeing some disturbing stuff around family bloggers and influencers putting their kids out there and the types of people that are out there misusing the content of these kids but I find it deeply disturbing as a woman, as a human and as a mother. So I'm getting sucked in now to all of this stuff about family bloggers exploiting their kids and I'm not feeling good. It's sending me into a dark energy, a dark space. But now because of the work that I've been doing on myself, you know, I'm mindful that mm, this research needs to stop here because at this point it's not serving me. I'm getting pulled in to their algorithm and into their agenda rather than mine. I've lost my intention now because now I'm being sucked into their agenda, which is keeping people on their platforms for as long as possible by any means necessary. So I had to pull myself back out of that. But it's a really interesting experiment. So if you can just observe yourself over the course of the next week and just see what are you getting pulled into? Where's your energy taking you? Is that energy serving your highest good? If it's not, then this is where we have to use our free will and our personal responsibility to define the experience that we want for ourselves. It's 2022, sis, and I'm just not prepared any longer to be sucked into other people's agendas. Everything has to be mindful. Everything has to be, for me, in line with my highest self, my highest good and my highest purpose. And this is why I call it the game of life. Because once you become aware of that and you participate on your terms, then you're not somebody else's pawn in their game. And this is what society is, really. It's games being played by different people at different levels. So you need to decide whether you are their pawn or whether you are the master of your own game. There's lots of games being played. We just need to learn how to play them and set about being intentional. So if you are aware of instances in your past where there's energy that is still living within you, that's attached to these incidents from the past, these negatively charged moments from the past. There's some work that you can do to help you just decompress that energy a little bit, just to help you move that energy through. It's really interesting, actually, when I've been doing some of my deeper work, where I've been going back into the past 
um, with my coach on certain things. And I've been speaking to him about some really poignant memories that have had negative impacts on me. And it's like when you start talking and I notice my body, I start shaking or trembling a little bit. This is the energy that has been stored in my body that's attached to that memory that's been lying dormant for however long unchallenged. So once you start to feel that energy, you can start to let it move through you. Now, one of the exercises that I like to do to help me detach from these energies of the past. So, for example, if you've got some of these unsaids that are spinning around in your head and it's something that's no longer serving you, it might be therapeutic for you to write it out. Say what it is that you wish you needed to say. It's not always beneficial to say that to that person. And sometimes it's not possible to say it to the person that it was intended for all those years or months ago. So write it all out. This is why I just constantly ride for journaling and written expression, because it helps you to transmute that energy. You deserve to be free. You deserve to be able to have control over what's impacting your vibe. So this is a really good thing to do. So get your pen, get your paper, write out whatever it is in your head that you would like to have said, but probably isn't helpful or is redundant now, but is still living within you. Get it all out. Exhaust that energy. Release it. You can curse. Whatever it is that you need to say to get that out, get it all out. Once you've finished the writing exercise and you're feeling satisfied that everything has been said, take three deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. In through your nose, out through your mouth. In through your nose, out through your mouth. Really connecting with yourself. Gently close your eyes. And what you might want to do now, if it's safe to do so, if you're in a comfortable place, obviously don't do it if you're driving. Just allow your eyes to gently close. And what you might want to do now is visualise that person in your head, whoever it is that you just needed to vent at. And what you might see is them floating about somewhere close by with a string attached that string is attached to you. This is the energy that has been keeping them stuck in your vortex for all this time. You've just had the opportunity now to write everything out, to say what needed to be said, to get that out of your head and onto the paper. So everything's been said now. You're looking at this person floating around and I want you to think to yourself, or you can even say it out loud, I release you, I let you go, I thank you for the lessons. I'm cutting this energetic tie. Now pull out a pair of the most spectacular scissors. The ones that always come to my mind are gold, sharp and shiny. Get those scissors. See that thread. Attach that person that's attached to you. And give it a big cut. Snip. And then watch that person... Just go floating off, off, off into the distance. As you see them fading away into outer space. 
take another deep breath in through your nose. Breathing in a new energy of freedom, empowerment and breathing out any attachment energy. And just repeat that breath maybe three, four, five times. And on the fifth one, they've disappeared into the dust of nothingness. So what you might want to do after that, you've got this bit of paper now. You've said everything you needed to say. Again, if it is safe to do so, do it outside. I don't want any lawsuits or forest fires or the Curl Power podcast made me do it on the news. Burn your paper if you feel like it, if you feel called to. That can be quite a symbolic closing to that energetic chapter. And again... Once the burning's complete, another couple of deep breaths just to make sure that you are cleansed. Sometimes you might have to repeat these exercises. It's like with anything I say, it's um, this is energetic work. You're not always necessarily going to notice immediately. Oh my gosh, I'm a new person. I'm free. But it's being mindful of this and it's going through these processes, clearing out the energy that's going to make a difference over time it's like with any of this work I'm sure there's going to be many repeating messages in these podcasts because this is the work this is the stuff that we have to do consistently I know when I went through a stage of first entering into this world of personal development where I was just constantly looking for new information that I thought was going to change my life but there comes a point when you realize it's not about consuming new information it's about putting the work in with the information that you've got and sometimes you're going to have to repeat that some people will be blessed in the sense that they'll have miraculous results for others it's going to take some time you're going to have to keep bringing yourself back to the mindfulness about you know being aware of how you're feeling how certain things are making you feel and if you notice that these things are still residual there's still things lying about go in again going again just keep doing the work keep processing keep staying mindful keep being mindful of your vibration keep being mindful of what you're letting into your vortex we are the masters of our own experience and this is something that going through all of the challenges and all of the trauma and whatnot that i've experienced in my life has has really taught me life happens to us that we cannot control how we respond We're in total control of that. It's not always easy. I'm not pretending it is. But so much of our life experience comes down to the decisions that we make for ourselves. So, Carl friend, what decisions are you making for yourself? What vibrations are you putting out there? And what are you attracting in return? Thank you for your ear. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it's brought you some benefit in one way or another. If it has, please do share the episode and give us a tag on your socials if you're sharing it on the socials. If it's brought you any sense of nourishment or inner peace and you would like to leave a tip, you can do that using the Buy Me A Coffee link, which I'll leave in the show notes. If you're finding that you're stuck in repeating cycles, perhaps you don't even know that you're in repeating cycles, but there's something inside that just don't feel right and you need some support, a container, the knowledge, the skills and the tools to help you break free from that. This is 
what I'm working on at the moment. I'm really wanting to help women to break through these cycles that have been holding them back because I know how liberating it is to be on the other side after years of being a prisoner of my own mind. If you want to book a free discovery call with me, you can. I'll give you 45 minutes of my time for free. If you find that we vibe and you want to invest into some one-to-one work, that's what I'm offering. So there's no catch. If we vibe, we get to work together. Excellent. If you don't have the money to invest, then I might be able to give you, you know, one, two, three tips to put you on a track to moving closer to your own freedom. Soon I'm going to be launching the program that I've been designing. I've been calling on all of my experience, my knowledge to create something that it's helped me, it's helped people around me. And I'm just doing the final tweaks now because I know that it's going to help so many women. I've got all this life experience and I've been putting in all this work and I'm just really excited to be able to channel my trauma into something positive, to something that's going to help other women to live their best lives. So don't forget to rate and review the podcast. You can do that on Apple. You can do that on Spotify. It really means a lot to me. It's a way that you can help that doesn't cost a pretty penny, but it just means that when other people are making a decision about whether to listen to the podcast or not, it will give them a little bit of an insight into what you're getting out of it. From the feedback that I've been having from women around the country, I know that some of the content in these podcasts is helping women to transform their lives. That, for me, is purpose. And if we can 10x that and help more women, let's do it. So speak the good word of the Curl Power podcast. If you're feeling it, tell a friend. Right then, big love, Curl friend. Peace out. And I look forward to catching you next week.